hope I Good morning, everybody, and welcome to Under the Elk. Uh, this is our monthly podcast where we talk about everything that is going on in the Elks Theater and Performing Arts Center and the environments of the Quad City. Uh, today, we have a very special guest. Uh, Mary Heller is with us, sitting to my left, and she is the um, full-time dancer, a choreographer, adjunct professor at uh, Prescott College, excuse me, not Prescott College, Yavapai, Yavapai College. College, Yavapai College, the other one, Yavapai <laughs> College, and about a billion other things that she'll be telling you about as we uh, progress through the show. So with that said, this is Mary Heller. Mary, say hello to the Quad City. Hey, Quad Cities. Tell us a little bit about yourself, who you are, are you a native Prescottonian? I am a hybrid. You're a hybrid. I'm a hybrid Prescottonian. My uh, great, <clears throat> excuse me, my great grandfather, Charles Bourne of the Bourne family, was here about a hundred years ago, and my great grandmother and him had nine kids, and he did a lot of different things for work. But one of the things he did to get assets, you could say, I suppose, but also because he loved the game, was poker. And he played upstairs at the Elks Theater from midnight to 5 a.m. for a while, probably a year or two or more, um, with a bunch of other people, maybe some roughners and some other people. And this was after he would manage the theater and close up for the night from the shows. He won the right to manage the theater from the Elks in a poker game. Oh, I didn't know that. That's right. Wow. So there you go. He was the first manager of the theater, Stephen. He wow. was not the manager of the Performing Arts Center because it wasn't around yet. Didn't exist. But he managed the whole building. Yes, but so. the building where he played the poker on the third floor is now our crystal ballroom and our that's Sundance right. room. So that's, that's the connection. That's the connection there. Um, and then he won a house. And my great-grandmother and him had their house where JJ's Bar is now in Goodwin. And my great-grandmother was like, nope, I'm not moving up to that house right up there in the Pinecrest district, you know. And it's just, it's just it's, you know, it was, there was not a lot here then. So it's, mm -hmm. it's a hill, you know, there's no um, easy way to really get up there except hike. And it's a great view. And it's been bought and sold in the family for about 90 years now. And none of the people in my family really wanted it. They didn't want to live here right now, I guess. And I said a few years back, well, I will. I'll buy into it. And I'll also help my dad die of cancer because he wanted to come back after mom. I helped mom die of cancer. And then dad's like, you know, I want to go back to the Prescott house permanently, you know, because that's where he was raised. Mm -hmm. And I always knew I'd probably end up there if I did buy into it and I said well dad I'll buy it eventually and he's like okay and so it all worked out that way in 2013 mm -hmm. um, after I was a professor of dance at University of Idaho for five years that was the last like right. I've had this whole 33 year career but that was the last thing I did before mom I helped mom die in 2012 you know in Chicago and then helped uh, everything get out here and then help dad die. But the house has been great and I've been repairing it and it's been wonderful. And that's really why I'm here because of that house. But I'm here because of the sun. <laughs> you know, the sun is great. I love the sun. I love the elevation. Um, and I didn't know anybody here. You know, I mean, I've been coming out here my whole life. I was dragged out here as a kid. Right. 
you know, like every, just about every year for summer vacation by car from Chicago with no air conditioning sometimes, way back when. So I've seen this place change and grow in decades. Right. And there was like a decade in there I wasn't here. So it's been really great to see Prescott evolve mm -hmm. and change, I think, always for the better in general. In general, mm -hmm. there's some things that, you know, there's always some things. There's always There's things. always some things, yeah. But, uh... Mary, because uh, the Elks Performing Arts Center is about to become three years old in December, um, and Mary was our first instructor to join us uh, when we started opening the business to classes, or the foundation opened to classes, mm. and that was you know, three long years ago now, actually it was January 2017, but uh, we hit... It was January 2016, when, uh, December 2016, when we actually met, when uh, it was Acker. It was it's all true. Acker. Yeah. It's true. And I said, hey, I want, rent, I want to rent your space yeah. for a class I do. Mm -hmm. And you're like, fine. And I'm thinking, why aren't there more people renting? This is a great deal. I mean, yeah. these are brand new professional dance studios with sprung hardwood floors. And the one has Marley, too. And, you know, and so I told all my colleagues and... Well, we appreciate it because now yeah. we're wall to wall and <laughs> there's a line to get in, but Yay. give us a call anyways. <laughs> um, but anyway, so, so great, you know, you've come, you've seen a lot happen in the town and were you in the dance, in the arts when you came to town or was that something that developed while you were here? No, I've been in the industry of uh, dance performance, choreography, and education for 33 years full-time nationally. Okay. So actually, it was the opposite. It was like, can I do my work here? Which is why I think a lot of people in my family you know, were just like, uh, can I really do my work in Prescott? That's right. you know a tourist town and you know retirement place. So I said to myself, well, you know, there is one, actually at the moment, when I did move here, there were two, two to three possible dance educational opportunities that I teach and I've been doing at that time for only three years. Now I've been doing 10 years and the, the one out of the three for 33 years that I developed on my own that I thought would be great for a lot of retirees here and a lot of people in general. And it has. It's been really, really great. So what is that? It's called Be Moved. It's out of Chicago by Sherry Zunker. So that's Gentle Be Moved right there. And gentles for all ages, so it's not like just for seniors. Um, it's for all ages of people with diverse emotional, physical, and mental abilities. So I'll have people from you know MS to Parkinson's to brain tumors to strokes to paraplegic, 24-hour uh, care unit in an assisted living place. And anyone can seriously do this kind of dancing. So I've seen I've seen some of the classes when you were instructing at the uh, performing arts. Center. And that's the regular B move class. Yeah. So that's so on your feet. <laughs> tell everybody a little bit about what actually happens and how it can be beneficial to them. So basically, Sherry Zucker designed this whole program of eighteen genres of music and dance. Um, it's in Australia now, it's in Canada. I'm just the only one in Arizona still, but that will change, I'm sure. Where there's no hopping, jumping, leaping, or marching. You really get to take the full body choreography she does. And you really need to um, just relax and watch and follow. So it's like I'm the partner, you know, but we're, we're not 
partnering two on two. Mm -hmm. And then you get vocabulary in your body for warm up, and we scaffold you into a combo for the genre, and then we cool down to the point where if you do it regularly, especially, you know, whenever you can, it really is so dynamic in its time, space, and energy elements that really with that, and then sometimes once in a while you can improv around the room, there's this benefit to your brain that helps up to 76% more than anything else you can do in that amount of time, so really fast, to stab off dementia and to basically cure Alzheimer's. I have seen, okay, so I had a client who on the scale, the spectrum of Alzheimer's was about, so to the camera, sorry, was about say this is good and then, you know, a little bit and a little bit and this is the worst, you know, they were about here. So they weren't, you know, too bad off, but they started doing this class, actually they were doing Gentle Be Moved and their Alzheimer's slowly went away. Okay. Now the research for this, the research for this backs it up. So there's something called Use It or Lose It. Richard Powers consolidated the research that was done by the Einstein School of Medicine for 21 years, I want to say, with thousands of people over 75 years old. Now, I'm a swimmer. I love to swim. Um, but swimming, golfing, crossword, swimming and golfing did nothing. <laughs> like, I think golfing did a little bit. If you look at this abstract, Crosswords does something, obviously, Sudoku, you know, 48%, 25%, reading, 38%. Socializing is really important. But dancing dynamically, so not just, oh, get up and move. That's really great. But dancing dynamically. So cross-lateral, there's so much with that. Um, cross-lateral is an example is what does it up to 76%. So that one huge study alone that's so very sound because it's long and mm -hmm. it's with thousands of people and it was a sound study really shows the evidence. Now since then, that's been about over 20 years ago. There's a lot more abstracts and research that's come out and now it's in the mainstream. So really, it's really just one of those things where I see miracles every week, especially with Gentle Be Moved and even be moved, even just this morning, I just taught class and I was looking at some of my clients and some of them have been doing this for twice a week for about three years or four years mm -hmm. and they're incredible. And one of them, her colon perforated. She had to go to the hospital right away. She recovered after, the, you know, the bag, they give you the bag. I should know the name. My dad had that. What was it called? Colostomy, <laughs> Colostomy bag. And then she got it reversed and it was just because you know i was right there in the room actually to visit her and her doctor said well, what do you do for exercise you know because he was curious why she was doing so well <laughs> and you know and she's like i do be moved twice a week and she walks too and he's like great keep doing that you know yeah. so she attributes like i get works, stories works. i get stories like that all the time and so do my other um, colleagues around the country in australia and canada we get all these stories. So it's really great. Anyway, those are two great classes that are very accessible to everybody. Mm -hmm. And then I've been teaching eight techniques and a floor bar class for 33 years nationally. This has been 10 years. Right. But the others are 
longer, yeah. Talk a little bit about the uh, flow bar, because you did a couple of those at the Performing Arts oh, Center, yeah. but not, it wasn't, the being moved was really your main thing that you did there. Right, I did um, that for the first two years there, yeah. and then um, if people want it back there, let me know. I would love like the whole downtown businesses to come and do a class together. Mm -hmm. Something to think about. You get a discount if it's 10 or more. You know, dance together, business together better. It's true. Um, especially socially. There's three things. You have to have kinetic challenge with music socially. That's what mm -hmm. stabs off the sure. Alzheimer's. Anyway, yeah. So the Heller Bar practice or Heller Bar method, I've just named it that just because of my last name, is something I've developed over 33 years, which is a floor bar. Mm -hmm. I've trained with four separate floor bar specialists and I found for my body especially, which was a tricky body, to shape into what it needed to be to do the other eight techniques in performance as a principal dancer with companies that eventually I got to be a principal dancer and I worked my way up to that, to using the vocabulary to choreograph and be a choreographer in those you know, modalities, that's fine, commercial or concert and to teach them, I found that the floor bar really helps mainly and mostly, and that's what, what its focus is, with alignment. Explain, explain floor bar, because talking, you're talking in abstract terms to people who probably don't know what you mean. So floor bar is basically ballet <laughs> bar. So ballet is a dance form that's over 400 years old, created and popularized by Louis XIV and Pierre Bouchamp in France in 1661. And ballet has traveled to Italy and Russia and now to America and all over the world now, where there's six techniques of ballet. Along the line about 60 years ago or more, Zena Romet in New York and others since has created their own floor bars where they take the ballet bar on your feet and they put it on the floor on your back. Now, Joseph Pilates did that on the reformer machine. So I used to take private lessons on the reformer machine of Pilates in the city, um, in Chicago. I'm sorry, I'm from Chicago. Go Cubs, I'm from Chicago. Um, with Juanita Lopez for about two years and it changed my whole structure. Um, so, what I've done is I've taken from some Pilates, I've taken from Karen Williamson's floor bar, which is still being done in Denver at a school there. Fred Allickson, he's passed away a long time ago. I used to take therapeutic bar and stretch class in Chicago with him. Um, wonderful dance educator. And um, Homer Bryant. Homer Bryant is in Chicago and he's doing well and his dancers are the hip play dancers by the way. Ballet, hip hop, hip play. Check them out. And I took the best from those floor bars and I put them into a sequence that made sense to all bodies to me as an educator. And I started teaching this to gymnasts, to pre-professional dancers and it was working miracles. But what exactly is it that happens? You... So you lay on the floor and you do all the exercises you would do with the bar on your feet on the floor with props. So say you have maybe sometimes not any props at first because you're instructed in how to use the four core muscle groups, which are not just all here. They're not there. So you're really given the, the kinesiology behind how the body efficiently moves the four core muscle groups contracted wise and how you can lengthen from that. 
And so that is pretty involved, but you get it all in the class, especially the first one, the skeleton, the handouts. It's like a mini kinesiology class, which is the science and art of how muscles move. Right. Right. So that's pretty much how you work it. And so it's not about nothing against the other others that have popped up in the fitness industry, but it's it's not about like stamina and all that per se. It's really about honing the intelligence and the knowledge of how your body works and working that in these isometric, but sometimes pretty big exercises that we do on our backs, sometimes more advanced levels on our stomachs, on our sides, and with props sometimes, yeah. And props being weights, um, resistance. Therabands, yeah, okay. resistant bands. This has been going on for decades in the dance industry, decades. And so the fitness industry is kind of just caught onto that. Okay. And you know, that's fine. But the dance industry, they just have been doing it for a long, long time. So I've seen people's bodies get better from scoliosis, get better from injuries, get better from accidents, get better from, yeah, through floor bar. Okay, very yeah. good, excellent. Yeah. And are you currently doing this? I am, yeah, I'm currently doing privates right now okay. for that, but if I ever have five people or more for any of the eight techniques, the Heller Bar Method, or the Be Moved or Gentle Be Moved that wants a class, I can rent space. <laughs> I can go rent space at your place. I have a few other places. So I don't have a studio. I won't do that. I'll just, I just yep. do the space. I can no, also do I it in your home too because I have my own liability. Not my home. No. Steven, someday. No. 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 Anyway. No. 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 I get invited to a lot of stuff and that's okay. Thanks a lot. Okay. So anyway, so we that that's great. And talk a little talk a little bit about you and what you personally do. And then about a year ago, you got involved with uh, Yavapai College. Yeah. So I went to an interview because I saw an ad. They needed a dance educator for Sedona, and the dean, Dr. Dean Ralston, just said, "Well, we we need you here." Um, the MFA I have that I earned at Florida State is equal to a PhD. So an MFA is a Master of Fine Arts. Here being where? You said they need you here. Oh, meaning at Yavapai yeah, College. Okay. Yeah, instead of Sedona's a satellite, because they have a satellite in Sedona, because um, that's what I was interviewing for. Um, he said, no, we need someone with the MFA. And I'm like, okay. So basically... That's why I'm there. And the performing arts department, I think, is five years old now. And they really want, he really wants dance to be just as concentrated and have its own certificate, you know, eventually. That's going to take time, you know, and be a really huge part of the performing arts department as music and acting and theater and mm -hmm. voice. So. so are you actively working to build a certificate uh, program? Yeah. What's involved in that? A lot of <laughs> emails and digital paperwork and yeah, and time and just making sure our courses that we have in place now um, are serving our students to transfer to U of A or ASU dance departments, which I know very, very well because my colleagues are there, but I also know the others in the country as well. Right. And you know, also you can really get the two-year associate degree in the performing arts right now, or eventually with a concentration in dance, and really get a lot of good training to get into companies. So there's that too. You know, nothing wrong with just getting an associate's degree. Right. No, I, I'm and it's free. With that. The whole degree is completely free if you are a Yavapai County graduate. 
High school graduate. High school graduate. Yeah, yeah, you can be homeschooled too. So basically, or online schooled, right? So basically, if you're a Yavapai County graduate, the whole degree is free if you go the whole four semesters in a row and up to 12 credits, which is a full-time load. They even pay for, if I'm right, 13 to 15 for free. So then there's that. Okay. And yeah, then once you graduate, I think it's like a thing where once you graduate, they reimburse the financial aid that you've gotten. It's incredible. I'm, I'm like, it's free. <laughs> and it is, so. So if somebody was interested, how would they learn about that? Do they go to the uh, Yavapai Yeah, the website? Yavapai College website, yc.edu, and it's right there on the homepage. Okay. It's wonderful. Cool. Yeah. It's really great. And this has led, getting involved with Yavapai has led to some other things that you're currently involved with, as I understand. Yes, it has. Well, really quick too, our ballet class, it's the first time in my whole career I've ever taught a, like any level of ballet where I just said, well, it'd be nice to have a, you know, a pianist and have a live accompanist for this class. And our dean, you know, our boss just said, go ahead, do it. And he got a new piano in there in the dance studio. The dance studio is brand new. It's only a year and a half old. Mm -hmm. So it's cool because we got your dance studios at the Performing Arts Center, and then we got this one at the college, and then there's a couple in town with studios that are really great. So now Prescott has probably like a good, you know, five or six great dance studios mm -hmm. with sprung floors. That's huge for Prescott. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, so we have live accompanists with our hour and 40 minute ballet class, and we got men in there too. It's great, it's fantastic. So anyway, that's the ballet class. Yeah, I was having a conversation with my chairman of the board for the foundation, and we were discussing ballet, as a matter of fact. And we were looking forward to you know, next year, 2020, and some things we were planning. And, and she goes, well, it, it just doesn't seem that there's that much interest in ballet in this town. There's and, a lot of interest, I, I, Lisa. I, I just said, yeah. no, 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 you're, you're quite wrong. I can, off the top of my head, I can give you four different places that they have multi-level classes yep. you know, going on all the time. And that's without even thinking hard or even doing any research work. So it, it's very prevalent in the area. Yeah, but there are six dance studios in the area and two other dance programs like myself and Delisa mm -hmm. and Earls. Um, it's really interesting to see. And I don't know about the other studios as much as the college. We have 70-year-olds to 14-year-olds in that class mm -hmm. because it's a community college. So we have people of all ages taking credit for right. that. Yeah, just because they love it. And I do do a floor bar, some, a little bit of my floor bar before every class, just because that's just the kind of teacher I am. I just, I love to see everybody succeed and really understand what they're doing. So yeah. Cool. Anyway, we have the jazz, modern, tap, basic levels right now and then levels will get bigger and bigger so we want to get up to level five mm -hmm. you know eventually but yeah that's the growth and we want to add other genres as well but that's the growth so yes yeah, so when that happened last year um may march probably march dr ralston our dean asked me to choreograph phantom of the opera oh here we go and phantom of the opera <laughs> anyway if you haven't seen the flyer there it is we have eight shows in November. Anyway, he asked me, I know that was really fast, but anyway, there okay. it is. Um, <laughs> she's probably like, don't put it down. No, but anyway, um, you can see it on their website too. I said, first of all, I said, well, what are the hours involved? And, you know, 
I needed to make sure I could fit that in with my Mary, Mary Heller dance arts program, which are my eight techniques I teach. Mm-hmm. You know, ballet, jazz, modern tap, contact improv, improv, creative movement, and contemporary. If anybody wants those, I'll teach that. The B move, the gentle B move, the Heller bar method. And like, well, I run this full time business. I got to see. And so luckily I was able to, and it's a paid position. So that's really, you know, because I'm not. I mean, nobody right. should, like lawyers and doctors do, they do a lot of things for free. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Like we shouldn't either. Anyway, so um, it, it is, and that's great. The licensing for all their musicals dictates it's for education, but it can be professionally produced. So the professionals who do costume, the head costume person, mm-hmm. my, you know, the head choreographer, um, the director, lighting designer, they get paid. Now, everybody in the show, we cannot pay anybody by law. So they earn a credit or two or three for college credit. These now, are students. These are students or community people. Anybody okay. who auditions, they do that, right? Okay. So if we have a professional in there, we can't advertise it, we can't say we do. But this, we get professionals who want to do our shows. And that's but they're great. volunteering. Well, they're getting a credit. Okay. They're getting a credit. Credit, not school credit. Yeah, school credit. school credit. So you get okay. the one, two, or three school credit. Now, let's say you already have like an MFA or an MA or even a bachelor's. You may be like, eh, I don't want the credit, but you, you get it anyway. Right, okay. You know what I mean? And then it can get covered. You don't have to pay for it sometimes. Sometimes I'll say that. Um, and usually, actually, because we also have the Performing Arts Department itself has a $60,000 scholarship fund. So a lot of students get their credits paid um, for that. So it's wonderful. So I was told, go find the best on-point dancers in the area. And I did. And I have to say that thanks to Mrs. G at the Y and Fusion Dance Company, or a school, I should say, um, I found some. And I I went to all of them, but, you know... Some were available, some didn't send right. anybody to audition, some couldn't do it. They have dance competitions, they have what they're doing. Um, so it's great, it's fantastic, and a dance soar. So we got a great profession, pre-professional boy too. Good. So you'll see some pretty proficient, young, pre-professional dancers in Phantom for the point dances, and the point ballets are part of like the operas in the opera, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. The show in the show. Yeah, Hannibal, El mm-hmm. Muto. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's something else that he wanted to do. The director wanted to do some choreography in some places in Phantom that you will not see on Broadway. Because he went to London, L.A., and New York's, and he was like, no offense, but he's like, no, I want to do a different... I don't, I, it just didn't work for him. Uh-huh. And when we did our costume parade, I want to say last week it was... He, uh, all of a sudden, when the costumes were being shown on the stage with the actors, he just said, well, let's do this one one dance. And so they kind of let the cat out of the bag for that audience. But I won't say which one it is. But it is really interesting. It is 1870 in France. There is no tango invented yet. Mm-hmm. There is no competition ballroom invented yet. It's all called French valse waltz. So you'll see a lot of different ways they're holding each other. And so that's for my competition ballroom people, <laughs> just so you know. Yeah. Anyway, it's really interesting. I choreographed um, several dances, and then I did not choreograph Masquerade. That's choreographed by an alumni. Oh, really? Yeah. She's doing really well with that. So come see it. It's epic. It's over 200 costumes. It's 
over 3,000 hours, I would say, of not just professional people getting paid to do their work right. and the students, but volunteers, a lot of volunteers to sew those costumes and make those sets. So. Right. Right. Yeah. Three thousand no, hours or more. Yeah. So, not if, if you're interested and tickets are still available, go to uh, Yavapai College Performing Arts Center dot com, dot com, and check the tickets. Yes, because there we've already sold over four thousand five hundred. There's eight shows, so it's about five hundred. It's like half the theater each mm -hmm. show. Yeah. yeah. So far. Cool enough. I they, saw it twice in L.A. And, right. And uh, we were talking before the show, and it was, it's a wonderful, it's a fave, you know, as, as far as uh, Lloyd Webber's stuff goes. You know, it, yeah. It, it, it's, it's, in my opinion, one of his better, um, as far as continuity and, and showmanship and, you know, taking the original storyline of The Phantom and, and weaving it in and enhancing it in his own way. Yes, because that 1962 film is like, oh, yeah. I, I watched that. <laughs> yeah. Well, you got to in order to yeah, get I did my research. Do your research, yeah, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Okay, and then um, retreats. This oh, retreats yeah. at the Forest Villas. Right. That's something new and different. It is. Before I mention that too, I was also asked to choreograph the musical Chicago for spring. Hmm. So we just had auditions, so we'll look for that. And I was just asked to choreograph Let the Season Begin which is at the end of December, so I'm choreographing. I have no idea what that is. That is, like, that is like something they do at the college in the performing arts department with all their choral and okay. all their musicians, I think. And so you'll see some contemporary dance there. And the Pops Orchestra also hired me to choreograph just um, a little treat for something they're doing too, so go to those as well. Cool. Yeah. Fun stuff. Cool. Yeah, it is really cool because I get to, again I get to use dancers in the area and they get to get that experience right here in Prescott right. with these amazing musicians and singers. So yeah, this is called uh, Get In to Get Out, and basically it's a retreat to learn why and how you move, especially with quantum science. Why and how you move. Why like, and how um, you move your body. Yep. How you walk and. Hold your head and right. swing your arms. And am I being oversimplistic? No, <laughs> no. You're, you're really not. It's functional movement, mm -hmm. right? So how do you take that functional movement and get in to get out? So meaning, how do you take all the knowledge you know inside your body and apply it inside? With there's modalities we do for that. One is my be move class because it's just so good for that. In general, a yoga class by a local yoga local yoga guru, which I also have then four outdoor arts people. So rock climbing, the art of hiking, uh, the art of kayaking, and the art of mountain biking, which are all really, really kind of specific to Prescott in general. And these are wonderful people that, you know, locals, we've probably heard of Gripstone, we've probably mm -hmm. heard of... Um, Oh no, the mountain bike shop over here. Um, I, I know, know the one. The, I know, I know one, the, yeah. Anyway, that's Down okay. on 89. Yeah, yeah. yeah. but no, yeah. it's right here. Right here on Whiskey Row. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I like that one, yeah. Um, and Seed and Stone, Joe McAfee for hiking, and um, our kayaking specialist, Mariah. And Wild Adventures. Wild Adventures is hers. Now I just need to remember the mountain bike one. 
These are wonderful professional artists who really, really take you through the technique of this getting your body, kinesiology-wise, how to move efficiently with alignment, but also then anything with your feelings with that and how your feelings and emotions affect that, how you move, and how you move affect your feelings and emotions, basically. Yeah. yeah, and it's really for tourists, right? For people yeah. who are coming here, mm -hmm. you know, they're going to the Forest Villa Hotel. Um, but locals, of course, can do it too. So there's a whole website, getintogetout.com. And we are going to be doing our first retreat really soon. We had um, kind of a technology situation going on with the website at Forest Villas to hook it up with this one. So we're getting that together. Yeah, mm -hmm. and then the social media PR will go full blast. Right. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. Sounds good. Yeah. Sounds good. And uh, you're also involved in another project called Bold. Yes. And why don't you tell us uh, tell us what Bold is and how you got involved with that and where what it's all about. So I first met Jawali Willow Joe Zahler of Urban Bushwoman, a dance company in Brooklyn, who was my professor, or Jawali was my professor, one of my professors at Florida State uh, when I was getting my MFA back in like 01. And her company is Urban Bushwoman. She's had it for over 30 years. They specialize in something called BOLD. It's an acronym. And basically, it's something, a, a workshop, I should say, based on EBX. So entering, building, and exiting a community for anything. It could be for corporate climate. It could be for uh, government change. It could be for any organization. They've worked with IBM. Um, they've worked with many, many organizations in their BOLD workshop, um, and that acronym has four words for BOLD. <laughs> it's like build and organize and lead and develop, I'm pretty sure. And if you go to their website, they also been doing something called, you'll see they've been doing something called SLI, and what that is is the Summer Leadership Institute. Now, I learned a few works of Jawaway's and performed one when I was at Florida State. And I was so honored to work with the company for a week on Walking with Pearl, another great, great big work that they've done um, about Pearl Premise in modern dance. And as I, as I looked at their SLI, I decided I'm gonna apply and do this. It's always held at Tulane University usually, or in New Orleans the last 33 years. and it's always about racism and it's always about how do you get a hundred people together who are of different cultures and really really actually not just discuss racism but embody what you're discussing and that's what they specialize in mm. so they don't really give a lot out in detail of what that looks like because basically it's their workshop and they own the rights to it you know, this is taking place everywhere. They do bold at many different cities and organizations. So what I did, um, especially in December, um, when I started listening and looking at the news about racism in Prescott, and also just thinking back to when I was a kid and coming out to Prescott uh, more than 50 years ago and seeing the progression of Prescott in general, but also seeing not enough progression when it comes to racism. I said, you know, we really need to get bold out here. So I went to John Heine, the community liaison with our council and our mayor, 
presented it to him. Concert mayor said, go for it, find the money. So I went um, and spoke with the VP uh, community liaison at Yavapai College since I knew who he was. And he said, yeah, we're going to work with you on this. So we're in process now of mm -hmm. bringing Bold as a workshop for this. I want Brittany Ward involved. Um, yeah, so I'm working on that. Any target dates at this point? Not yet, Not yet. because they have a lot they're doing and we want it to be timed just right where it's good for all the locals in general hopefully to be here right. <laughs> if that ever happens that really probably doesn't happen but you know there's 140,000 of us but you know right yeah we want it to be very accessible to everybody yeah so that's just Excellent. a huge huge dear to my heart you know i i grew up in chicago i've lived in new york um denver Little Moscow, Idaho, you know, with that university, all the way to Texas, to Florida. You know, I've lived in so many places that, I, I again, I, I've seen a lot of great things in Prescott. And then there's just, you know, like like everywhere, though, there's always, you know, improvement. You can have... There's um, always room. There's always room for improvement. There you go. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. And on top of that, and I get tired just listening to you, all the things you're doing. I uh, have a full-time job. This yeah. is my full-time work. Yeah, I yeah. know, but... It's not like other people who have a nine to five. And because I remember getting emails from you at god awful times of the day. And, and it's just, why aren't you sleeping like most normal people, you know? But I do sleep. I love my sleep. I get my seven hours of salad every night, you know, maybe eight if I need that. Yeah, yeah no, sleep, chocolate. That's important. Okay. <laughs> I've been doing dark chocolate for 30 years before it was popular, you know? Yeah. Sharing ground. Sharing ground. Sharing ground is a international, it's going to be an international first mover top dog technology space business. Now, what is that? So if you go to sharinggroundinternational.com, there is a website about what that is. I don't really go into detail about the technology because it's going to be patent. Okay. Yeah. But once it happens with the investors that we're working with now and more coming, um, we need about three and a half million to really do it right and to do it the way. No, wait a minute, I got some uh, pockets. I want to do it. Then you'll see the, uh, I bet you do. <laughs> you'll see how these technology spaces work. Basically, it would be taking a huge space with white walls, such as this, or perhaps screens. Those are way more expensive. Um, projecting onto them in the ceiling, almost like a video game, two way live feed. So two-way, not one-way like we're doing right now, but two-way live feed with other spaces, with groups of people in them. So you could do anything from video gaming, where you're actually on your feet and you're in the game itself with somebody else real time, and they, they can definitely see everything you're doing and that you're doing with them, mm -hmm. with very, very, very low latency. So even if you're running across the space to anything doing any movement fast, there's hardly any latency. And that's unheard of. That doesn't exist anywhere in the world yet. Except right. for, are you ready? Except for the higher educational institutions of dance. That's where I learned it, in my MFA at Florida okay. State. ADAPT is the Association of Dance and Performance and Telematics, and that's the, that's the seed it came out of. Okay, and what is its purpose? Its purpose is to give everybody uh, spaces to rent, 
to do anything they want that's legal. So, you know, basically, you know, if you have a safety target gun okay. practice with movement and airsoft, and it simulates if you had killed them or they have killed you perhaps, or how good you got a shot, it's simulated, but you still practice with movement. That's something very new for people. But of course, those people would have to have their license beforehand just to be still and shoot. Um, to video gaming, to hospice, let's say you're helping somebody die and they can, you can get them into the space and then others across the country, if there's spaces there, they can, or maybe it's better, just better on the phone or on the um, portal or on the tablet, whatever the mechanism is, it's just a little better on their side. So it's kind of, of a way to reach out to other like-minded individuals and in a broader community. Exactly. So it's really not for people singularly, unless maybe it's video gaming or because we, we, we want to create video games just for this um, or, you know, yoga class or a dance class or, you know, something with big groups of people and movement is what it's really for. But then if you do like video gaming or target gun practice, you right. could do you know, single people. Um, so there's really unlimited ways you could use this. And really I'm quite, I'm quite amazed at it. it's not around yet. Everyone is so headstrong on augmented reality in one way. And it's like, what about two way? Being really, really good with Well, that how? would be the, the marketing aspect. It's easier to sell it to one person and get yeah. involved than, than anything else. Yeah. Can yeah, forget community. Some, somebody's yeah. got to make money first. So well, but you know, if there. we have if we have hundreds on the south side of Chicago, like I want, um, and then we have three here, Chino Valley, Prescott Valley, Prescott, and then Baghdad, Iraq. There's a reason for that. Go to the website and find out why. Then that would be our starting point. And we would franchise perhaps or you know, branch out from there. Mm -hmm. And then there's a sub company under it I want, a dance company of all men. Because me personally as a choreographer, I haven't really been able to work with those bodies, just those bodies, mm -hmm. um, in a lot of concert work and commercial work. So they would really, we would really be creating an original um, ballet work actually with the Performing Arts and Ballet School in Baghdad, Iraq that Sudan Hussein started more than 40 years ago for nationalism. But believe it or not, so many dancers there risk their lives to train in ballet and they need help. All the Romanian and Russian teachers left when the war started. Mm -hmm. So that's really why we're doing it. That's what, that's what spurred the idea. But I don't, I don't, no offense, but I don't want to go non-for-profit. I want my dancers paid well. I want everybody paid well. I want people in these communities, those communities to learn the technology this cutting edge technology and stay here and work. Cool. cool. Yeah. And get paid well. You know? Never hurts. Never hurts. It's important. Yeah. So if, if anybody wants to get in touch with you for any of these projects, oh, groups, businesses, businesses mm -hmm. um, you probably have multiple communications that can be uh, disseminated. <laughs> Um, really, there's one that you just have to think or just know about. So it's Mary, M A R Y. And choreographer is the next word. So you may have to look up choreographer, but marychoreographer at gmail.com. Okay. You can do it that way, or you can just look at marychoreographer.com. It's the website for the Mary Heller dance arts business. Okay. Um, but you can definitely, there's a contact page, so you can just okay. forget the email and just go to marychoreographer.com. Yeah, um, that's fine too. 
just tell them what it is you're interested or tell her what it is you're interested in and yeah. she'll definitely get back to you as far as the who, what, when, where, how, and why. About and I've had people, you know, call me about what my colleagues do too. I mean, we have literally seven full-time dance educators and choreographers, three of us that are national, mm -hmm. that have been working nationally full-time here in Prescott already. And then we have six part-time. So I refer them to my colleagues too, because I love my colleagues here. And it's great for Prescott to cool. have had that in the last, just the last really seven years really right. grow. Excellent. Yeah. Excellent. Well, thank you so much for joining oh, us today. It's thank you. It's been Steve. a pleasure having you. You know, and it's always good to see you, whether it's uh, on a social setting or you know just wandering through, running into into you on the street. So it's, it's really, really great to see you, Stephen, because Stephen has literally changed the whole landscape. I feel for dance education and performance. That's a mild overstatement, but I'll run with it. Okay. <laughs> because of the Performing Arts Center. <laughs> <laughs> at the Elks, but he, you know he's the manager who was yeah. hired by the owner. So the owner, thank you, owner, and um, the board. The board, the board, the, the board foundation. It's an art foundation, so yeah. it's it's a group think. No, it's really good. Thank you. <laughs> okay, um, well, thanks again, Mary. I appreciate it, and we'll touch right before the end of the show. Uh, so yeah. now, uh, just changing tacks like we always do, uh, talking about upcoming events at the Elks Theater and Performing Arts Center, and. Uh, November is no different. It's it's wall to wall with all kinds of different events that I'd like to mention to you. Uh, so you can put them on your calendar, or you can go to the Facebook page, check out the website uh, PrescottElksTheater.com, um, and we've got a couple events left in October that we're looking to do uh, this weekend. We have uh, a tribute band which is called the Who Experience, and uh, they look, sound, and feel like the real band. So if you didn't have, if you weren't of the age when they were out there still to see them, awesome. um, you should check them out because they're really pretty good. Um, on the 26th, we have the Rocky Horror Picture Show movie playing at the theater. And this is also including a shadow cast. And if you're not familiar with what a shadow cast is, there are live performers in front of the movie I guess pantomiming out the show. Then there's a tap dancer usually. Yeah, I don't know what it, what will be there, but it's it's something new and different that we're trying out for the first time. And you this throw year. toast. There's no toast. throwing anything. Period. <laughs> Ever. No. No. No chucking anything at the movie. Uh, and then the last movie of October is. Uh, a favorite that we always pack the house on, and that's uh, Hocus Pocus. And as does all the movies, all the proceeds from all of our movies go to provide for our outreach programs at the uh, Performing Arts Center, the Theater and Performing Arts Center, uh, music by Beck programs, uh, scholarships, uh, music and dance. Uh, for youth programs, uh, you know, just about the subsidizations of, of dancing and uh, um, just a bunch of stuff that we're involved in now as we've kind of, as we've gotten a little bit older, you know, we've started reaching out a little bit more. Is so. that given to people who want to take dance at, for dance classes there at the Performing Arts Center? Yeah. Yeah, we have we have uh, we have scholarships that we give directly to Prescott High School students um, for that are graduating and are planning on 
going to a higher education for the arts, the performing arts, this particular is. Uh, so we have a budget for that. We also have a budget for music instruments uh, that we buy. So if there's a need for a student that doesn't have an instrument and really needs ones and there's, there's, the parents can't afford it, they can submit an application to us. And uh, if it's in the budget, we will purchase that instrument for them. And sometimes we purchase the instrument for the education environment, the school itself, so it's there for successives to use. Uh, sometimes it's just for that individual, uh, so it just depends on the given situation. We sponsor uh, trips for children, uh, kids, young adults to go different places to uh, be involved in a, in a larger program uh, that involves other programs and they get together and they have a, a music program or a dance program and, and, and all that kind of stuff. And so so this is what I was talking on. about. You've literally changed the landscape for mm -hmm. dance education. All right, all right, you're right, you're right. No, I didn't. It's true. Okay, okay. so anyways, moving on. Uh, in the theater in November, which is, there are a ton of events, I'm just going to quickly roll through these. There's a couple of important ones I want to highlight. Uh, on 11-2, uh, Bye Bye Love, which is a salute to the Everly Brothers. It's very popular, and there's very few tickets left for that one. Uh, then on 11-3, there is a youth music concert, and this is one of those that feet that we're sponsoring, uh, and the benefit goes to our scholarships and community outreach programs. And this concert is uh, uh, young students, uh, mus upcoming musicians, uh, and with instructors uh, Clyde Score and Drew Hall, they'll be accompanying these, these kids on stage to showcase their uh, talents. Uh, really, 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 really a good show. So uh, definitely you want to do that. Uh, after that, we have another tribute, mixing it up as we usually do. Uh, Mick Adams and the Stones, and these are another guys that look and sound like the Stones. So if you don't want to spend, uh, you know, $500 to go see them at the uh, when they were downtown or down in Phoenix in the Valley, you can come here and see them on the cheap. Um, on 11.14, we have something new that's coming up, uh, Rocks to Rivers, a powerful and uplifting evening program. Uh, local conversation, conservation leaders will educate you on the latest developments in the campaigns to save the Granite Dells and the Verde River mm -hmm. and provide you with opportunities to get involved in any way you can. Uh, this will also be the 100th screening of the documentary film Villa Verde and Filmmaker Hugh Denno will be available to discuss the film and shared lessons from the fight to save the Verde River. So really local focused uh, mm. environment. And we had something similar to it a, a few months ago and it did very, very well. And we was well responded and well attended. And I think this will be another one. It's a, an important issue for us uh, in the Quad City and certainly in, in Arizona. We live in the desert, so water is big. Um, then on 11.15, we have McDougal Street West, which is a tribute to Peter, Paul, and Mary. Uh, on 11.16, uh, we have Narnia, the musical, live on stage, prevented by One Stage Family Theater. Two shows, 2 at 7 p.m., and One Stage Family Theater is a local uh, not-profit youth theater group. And based, not only youth, but just about anybody that goes to it can... Join them and you know get a part in the play and have some fun on stage and test out their uh, acting chops, as they say. 
And then uh, we have a couple of movies that we're showing during November at the theater. And these are always on Wednesdays. And like I said, proceeds always go for the uh, community outreach programs and the scholarships and everything else. Uh, 11.6, The Matrix, the original one, um, which is lots of CG and stuff. And it's a good movie. Liked it. Then uh, South Pacific, the musical, and this is the 2001 version, uh, so it's not the uh, um, the earliest version. Uh, I can't remember, and I'm trying to remember, but uh, come see Nellie and her, her friends as they uh, run roughshod over the South Pacific. And uh, after that, on 1120, Little Women. This is the 1994 version of Little Women. Um, it's always a great show, um, and always always enjoy it. Don't think I've not liked any of the versions that I've ever seen. Um, so those movies are happening. And in the Performing Arts Center, we have uh, a series of events that are going on upstairs in the Crystal Hall. Uh, on 1031, this is an outside event. The Meals on Wheels people are having their spooky speakeasy benefit. And this is obviously from Meals on Wheels, so a great community group that helps out a lot of people. And they're looking to raise money to, for their budget, for their annual budget. And, and you can find information on this on our website or just go to Meals on Wheels Prescott and find out what's going on there. And they could use your help, honestly. Um, on 11-1, we have our second of our Fridays with the AZ Phil the Arizona Philharmonic, and we have a flamenco duo, Chris and Lena Jacon, returning to Prescott after a tour in Spain, and they will be it's showing so they will be showing their wares and pushing their music, and it should be a great show. Food is provided uh, in, in the price of the ticket by uh, El Gato Azul, by Barry and his crew, and uh, there'll be an uh, open wine bar and, and uh, that Obviously and they're bringing, their, they're bringing their dancer, right? I presume so, yeah. I do not know. They're yeah. excellent. Keep going. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks. Just saying. Okay. Flamingo. Um, on 11-11, Monday, uh, Top of the Elks returns after a couple of months off. And for those of you who are not aware of Top of the Elks, it's our, our Monday jazz dance concert. And this month, uh, we have uh, the Prescott Jazz Summit Quintet. Quintet. Featuring uh, Mike Vax on the trumpet, Tony Vacca on sax, Jack Peterson on guitar, Selwyn Reams on bass, and Kenny French on the drums. Uh, El Gato Azul is, again, providing uh, nush for you. And uh, Flying Nest Movement Arts will be uh, offering two free dance lessons. Uh, so tickets are 35 bucks, but it's all-inclusive except for the bar. And uh, it's really a lot of fun. You come, it's cabaret style seating. Uh, so it's kind of a nightclubish kind of scene. Lots of fun, lots of fun. Um, then uh, on 11-13, this is a Wednesday from 10 a.m. to 3 p.m., we have our second uh, annual blood drive. So yes, we're having two this year. So it's our multi-annual blood drive. And last year, uh, or six months ago when we had our first one, uh, we doubled the donations expectations that mm. were uh, that the Red Cross had. We actually had to turn people away uh, because they just couldn't handle the crowd that showed up. Um, so they have promised me that they are going to come fully stocked with extra people and extra supplies and extra everything to be able to handle the load. So 
please put that on your calendar. It's the holiday season, so there's always an increased demand. And, you know, we really want you to come out and, and donate uh, a pint and, uh, you know, help somebody. It will help somebody eventually. Um, and after that, we have a comedy show. The Flip Orley Show is a comedian out of Louisiana, I believe. And uh, he's going to be doing a show on the 16th uh, at uh, 7 o'clock. And uh, this show is all, already almost sold out. So if you have uh, an, an idea to get tickets, you better go now uh, to the website and, and buy them because there are only a hand, couple of handfuls left when I checked this morning. Um, and then on 1120, uh, Arizona Wordsmith is presenting Open Prose Mic Night. Or would that be prose open mic night? Uh, whichever, uh, which is a, a relatively new thing. We just started up uh, a month or so ago, where if you are a writer or a reader and you would like to sit in front of a crowd and take a few minutes and talk about your book and read some passages from it, any kind of prose, this is a place to go. It's five bucks to get in, helps defray the cost of, you know, the building and all that stuff. And you get a few minutes and so it would be some like-minded authors and writers and, and everything else. So it's a lot of fun. Um, so go to the website, check out uh, prescottelkstheater.com. Each show is there or information on the shows and you can find anything you need there. There's also go to Facebook. Uh, we have a Facebook page, which is uh, pretty active, and all the shows are generally listed there. You might have to search a little bit for them, but they're under the events, most of them. Um, so that about wraps up our show. I'd like to thank Mary again uh, for joining with us, and give them your address one more time. Oh, so thank that, you. So yeah, uh, marychoreographer.com or marychoreographer at gmail.com. Akronite. Akronite. So Akronite, yeah, we I'm going to Akronite. be there the later time i think it's 7 to 8 15 7 to 8 yeah somewhere around there with details to to follow yeah, yeah. those th there's like two <clears throat> times you know for events yeah. usually and we're either going to do a jazz or a modern dance class for all bodies mm -hmm. all ages um 16 on up i mean seriously all ages and live musician accompanist from Yavapai College. Excellent. And this is in uh, Dance Studio 2 on the second floor. Yeah. Uh, up on the third floor, we have scheduled uh, some the children from La Tierra School, two different groups doing Christmas carols. Um, they were there last year, and uh, they were... What can you say? The, you get six and seven year olds singing Christmas carols. You gotta love it, you know. Uh, and after them, we'll have something else, but we haven't worked that out yet. So we're still working on that show. Thank you, Mary, for reminding me. Yes. And uh, we probably won't have another podcast for the rest of the year because of the holidays and oh. everything. So we may wow. something may be happening, maybe not. I don't know. I'll know in another week or so if it's gonna happen. If not. Then, on behalf of the Elks Theater and Performing Arts Center, I wish everybody a happy Thanksgiving, Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, and a very happy new year. Thank you again for listening. Have a great day.